Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. My guest today has taught me a lot about technology. She's not somebody in the technology field at all, and she would not claim that she's a technology person, but she's a learner and a teacher, and she loves nature. She loves to put pieces of puzzles together, and she takes her own life experiences, tends to laugh at them, and then share them with others so that they can connect dots in their own lives. My guest today is numerologist Ann Perry. And thank you so much for coming. We just had my own numerology reading this morning, and I'm, I'm so enlightened. We've done it a few times over the years, and it's been great to uh, have you as a resource. So I'm, I'm as excited that you agreed to come on my podcast. So tell us a little bit about yourself and numerology. Well, I guess, you know, since I was about seven years old, I realized I was quite a spiritual little person. And so I, you know, through my whole life, I kind of got into spirituality, got out of spirituality, went to the corporate world, came out of the corporate world, was employed by myself, all these things. And at the end of the day, it was always leading me back to where it is I am now. And so I found that uh, when I first started working with Reiki, I was taking Reiki sessions for my own personal healing. And then from there, I started taking my levels and I had a practice. And I wanted to know my clients more richly you know more intimately a little bit more quickly i wanted to learn as much as i could about them and so i was introduced to numerology and i realized that just by looking at the day of birth i could tell volumes about a person so that's kind of how my interest in numerology started i've never looked back well and it's true i do that too a little bit both from the astrology side and the numerology side a little bit each time i start a client it's like so when you're born and then it's yeah. like, oh so does this make sense to you that you're a little bit like this and they're always yeah. like how do you know that so it is <laughs> so cool how our date of birth or even our name or our astrology can give us insight into a category of people it's absolutely so you also started recently a membership group that I want you to explain a little bit about because sure. the 11s I know are an interesting group of people, but there's probably people that don't have a clue what we're talking about. So, <laughs> Okay, so when we look at somebody's date of birth, we're able to determine what's called a life path number. So the life path number is a big lesson number and it's strategically chosen by ourselves prior to our incarnation we sit down with a group of spirit guides and we have a discussion as to what we feel we want to improve upon this time around. So we choose strategic numbers to go into our date of birth, each one, again, strategically placed, to bring in various lessons, right? So somebody might come in and say they want to be a seven this time around. That's what I chose, which means I'm, I'm here to be the spiritual teacher. Somebody else might come in and be the communicator. That's you, you know, being the three life path number. So uh, all the numbers hold a different vibration. Each vibration produces a predictable characteristic around, outcome around it. 
But in my experience of about 19 years of doing readings, I found that there were a lot of people with the, with the 11 life path number who were coming to see me. And they all seem to have the same kind of generalized issues, if you will, or challenges. And so I just, my heart just went out to them because their vibration is so high and they're really, they feel like they don't even belong here. Our mission is to create spots for them where they can hang out with other people who are 11 life paths as well, because they really need support. These guys are, are very much in need of their tribe. So I created the, first thing I created the Facebook, Master Number 11 Facebook portal. Okay. And that is the Facebook group that is devoted entirely just to the growth of the Master Number 11s. So this means that you could be born on the 11th day, that your life path number could be 11. It could be that your expression number, or your heart's desire number is an 11. You just have to have an 11 somewhere in your chart. Hang out with us in the, in the Master Number 11. Well, okay. I wondered that because I know that the life path is a specific number based on a specific formula and numerology. And so I wondered if the it was only life path people that were in your membership group or if it was any place. So that's great to clarify for me. Cause yeah. Well, I mean, it's open to anybody. Well, in terms of the membership, the paid membership is a different place again. The paid membership is www.masternumber11.com. And that is a membership where I bring in guest speakers once a month and typically at the end of the month and we get together and we do a live event. For example, this month, Rita Marr is coming in to talk about human design and how it directly affects the Master Number 11s and why it's so important that the Master 11s know what their human design is. So I'm really excited about that because I know nothing about human design. So I think it's going to be really interesting. And everybody gets an opportunity, all the members have an opportunity to participate in this. So after the taping is done, they can jump on and, and ask Rita and myself questions and such. So it's 11 bucks a month and it, it gives you the opportunity to connect with us live each month. And the portal is already full of really good content and materials and self-help guides and videos, and all kinds of cool stuff. So, okay. And so that's specifically for master number 11. It's not for people who have no, number 11, like not somebody born in November, for example. They're welcome. Predominantly it's geared towards people who have 11 energy in their charts and they know who they are. Like me as a child, when I was seven years old, I knew that I was spiritual, but I couldn't have said, I'm, you know, hey, I'm Anne Perry, or I was Anne Drummond back then, which is really weird all by itself, right? But you know, I, I couldn't have said, oh, I'm spiritual. I didn't understand what spiritual meant, but I knew that there was something bigger than me. The whole journey for me as a seven has been to learn to trust in the process of accessing my intuition. Just why I was like, Anne, can you please come do my podcast? You're one of my guests. I'm sure you are. Yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting journey because I really feel actually I just turned sixty and I just realized that we all have this invisible bus that we're born with, and we all drive this bus. We're in school and we drive the bus, and and we then when we finish high school we drive the bus to the next school, and then we drive that bus to our our life partner, and then we probably get married and buy that right house and buy the 2.5 dogs and the 1.5 cats and we do all the things that we're supposed to do right. and at the end of the day most of us aren't where we feel we want to be and nor are we particularly happy and putting that in context for myself in terms of how I really got slapped by the universe to, to give a little bit of background for those who don't know me I had left my ex-husband and I had moved from the city I moved out to the country and I basically blew my business up financially I was hurting really bad because I mean my whole stream of income coming in was gone. I'm now living out in the lobster community. It's not like they're banging on my door looking for, you know, numerology readings. So how was I going to make this work? So I'm walking my dog. It's in the summertime. I've got my shorts on. I'm walking my dog. 
and I always walk and put out my gratitude, you know, thank you for this, thank you for that, so grateful for this, so grateful for that. But then I remember one day saying, you know, like, I really could pay, you know, I really need to pay my phone bill. If you could just, like, send me just, ah, just three clients would be great. If you could just send me those, at least I could pay a couple of bills, you know. And I, honest to God, Heather, I felt two hands behind my back, and I got slammed into the gravel. And my knees are cut wide open, and they're bleeding, and I'm looking up going, really? That was helpful, said nobody ever, right? Like, you had to slap me and throw me to the ground when I'm asking for help. This isn't fair. You know, I was all ticked off, and I walked back home, and I sat down in front of my desk here, and I'm like, what is this all about? And then it occurred to me that, yes, I've been saying thank you for certain things, but I was spending way too much energy focusing on what I didn't have. And how was I ever going to pay for the bills? And how was I ever going to make it into the future? And I'm, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. You know, I'm driving my bus and I'm, uh, you know, you told me I got to do this and that. And I'm taking all the business school courses and social media development. I'm acting on, I'm actively involved in my business, but still I'm not going anywhere. And I, I remember sitting here, right here in this spot on my desk, and I took this set of keys, metaphorically, and I threw the keys up in the air. And I said, fine, you know what? You think you guys know what you're doing? Fine, you drive for a while. And at that point in time, I shifted my focus away from how am I going to make a living to trusting that the universe was going to figure it out for me. And I shifted over here and said, okay, now how can I be of service? What other videos can I create? What other free courses can I offer? What other, what can I do to help? And when I shifted and I surrendered, when I trusted and surrendered to the universe, allowing my intuition now to drive the bus rather than my ego right everything came together the whole business just went up in a really good way and it's been fascinating because i'm trying to think how long we've known each other we've probably known each other for seven years maybe maybe even longer it's been interesting because i've been like oh yeah go see ann perry and you know you get those little sparks where you're like oh you'd be interested you need to go there and not everybody's open to that and so when you have those situations where even we aren't open to back yeah and yeah. I, even in quotes because who are we it's like yeah. people think that oh you work in this industry you must have it all going on intuitively and otherwise it's so true that everybody has this ego it's like a saboteur absolutely helping us move on our path that we chose potentially or move on our path for the biggest best for everybody it's crazy how this human condition can get us in a headspace of we know best and i bet you everybody can relate to your great knee story yeah i've got scars on my knees that remind me <laughs> i do i would i think it's so important for people to realize that you know just because we're in this industry that we're no different from everybody else it's as simple as we all just do that throw the keys up mm -hmm. and realize that we all have this intuition sometimes there's still challenges i think when you listen to your intuition but don't you find that it lose your way when you're not living in the moment mm -hmm. And we're projecting too far in the future. And this is classic 11 stuff because the 11s always feel like they're supposed to be doing something bigger than what they're already doing. So I'm always encouraging people, uh, especially my 11s, to let's let's observe the moment. And I'm guilty of it all the time. And you know, even though I'm a professional and you're a professional in this business, it doesn't mean to say we don't have our own personal challenges with it. I'm challenged every single day with my intuition. I'm an Aries. I've got one speed. It's on, and it's going to be way ahead of the rest of you. <laughs> It's, right. That's just who I am, right? right. And, yeah.
I've seen that with you because a couple of us got on a call with you about technology stuff yeah. in the last little while. What's cool yeah. though is that that's what you are. You're trying to be a step ahead and be on the leading edge and show people the path, basically. What yeah. else? I think really the struggle is is trying to live in the moment, stay in the moment. You know, something came down down to me uh, through what I call a download last November, and I found it really interesting when I was kind of made to think about a baby. You know, when the baby is born. God looks down on the baby and goes, wow, that's a perfect child, you know, divine perfection, if I don't say so myself. And mom looks at that baby and goes, oh, she's perfect. You know, dad looks and goes, oh, my God, she's just beautiful. She's perfect, right? Right. So what does the baby do the first when they first come out of the womb? They cry. Why are they crying? Because they're here. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, here we go again. <laughs> no, the baby cries because the baby is probably cold and wet, right, because they've just come out of this warm, cozy little aquarium. So the baby cries. So what do we do? We answer the need. The baby stops crying. And then the baby goes, oh, I'm kind of, I got this thing going on in my stomach here. I must be hungry. I'm going to ask for some milk. So ah, they scream and they get some more milk, right? Uh, so that's great. Their needs are met again. So the people taking care of this child think that this baby is perfection. But guess what? The baby knows that they are in divine perfection because nobody's told them differently. Right. And they haven't had the opportunity to start believing that they're not in divine perfection. So that's at the moment in time when we start losing our way, is, is the moment that we start choosing to allow other people to define our strengths and our weaknesses. And right, it comes from here. It comes from within. Right. That's such an excellent point. Because between realizing that we have all the answers and living in the now, uh, yeah, that's probably the two keys to a good life. Tell everybody about this. Well, I just thought it was so sweet. A, a fellow that is definitely not spiritual. He's very corporate, but he able, he wanted to give me a gift, and he bought me the Eckhart Tolle Live in the Now clock. And the clock has no handles on it. No hands, I should say. It has no hands on it. So it's always, you know, you're always living in the moment. It doesn't matter what time it is. The only time you have is right now in the moment. And it is very important for me to, to remember to stay in the moment because I do tend to race ahead, and many of us do, you know, depending on what's going on in your numerology chart. There are some numbers that we consider them to be head numbers. The one, the five, and the seven are all head case numbers. Right. So we tend to be thinkers, right? So. Right. And I find it interesting that you say this guy's not spiritual, and yet he had an intuitive hit to give you this. There's proof yeah. there that everybody has intuition. <laughs> well, that's funny. Cause I, I mean, I, I think that's one of the things I, I pride myself in is a lot. My, I think my greatest strength is my vulnerability and allowing people to see me for who I am and, and helping people to connect to their own intuition. I am a bit of a, of a pioneer when it comes to that. Like I like to see people who are really struggling with all this woo-woo stuff. Yeah, in this lobster fishing community that I live in, the guys just think I'm hysterical. I've been here six years now, and every time they bring the lobsters in and they're throwing them across the, the docks and whatnot, I'm yelling at them, show them more sensitivity. Right? <laughs> Being into what they might be feeling, they're scared. Right? Anyways, it's really funny because I, I can see that I'm slowly but surely these guys are starting to shift and change a little bit. And they're starting to consider something outside of themselves. It's, it's right. pretty neat. Yeah. Right. How, how do you get your intuition? Like, how does it come to you? I think I, what I've learned over the years is that it's it has more to do with when life is rolling out smoothly, then I know I'm on the right path. When life is not running the way that maybe I want it to, um, and I'm running into obstacles and whatnot, I'm off the path. So intuitively, it's a feeling me I guess it's just a feeling I don't often get audible messages I do occasionally but not too often I get a lot of my intuition a lot of it comes from birds um, actually 
symbol on here that talks about the birds and the eagles and how the eagles are my messengers. So I, I feel that if you are inclined to tap into nature, sometimes if you assign something in nature, for example, in my case, it's an eagle, let spirit know that that's going to be your sign. Like tell them specifically, I have chosen that eagle will be my sign. So when you're asking for guidance and you're asking for direction, when the eagle shows itself, you'll get your confirmation. I've done that with the eagle and it's, it works really well. Well, I did it with goosebumps. I didn't ask for goosebumps. I just asked yeah. when I started this journey of helping people, I found the responsibility of it was just too much to yeah. to take on in my limited experience and education. So I'm like, if I say something, God, that is really important or needs emphasis, can you give me a sign, make sure I'm on the right track? Well, I don't know how many clients I have pulled my shirt sleeves up and said, do you see yeah. the goosebumps? I'm full of them. That's important. Listen to what's happening. Yeah, I can't tell you the number of times that I've used those goosebumps to emphasize something, in, and I have them right now, so <laughs> it's kind of neat. You can't make those things happen, so when it's something that's undeniable, like you can't make an eagle fly by, and I mean, you have this beautiful view of the ocean, so they do fish, and they mm -hmm. are there, but the randomness, random in quotes, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it is really neat how everything's connected and you can get that confirmation or or yeah it's it is interesting i think that if everybody kind of just picks something maybe it's feathers you know maybe it's it can be anything it can be seals out in the harbor you know like it can be yeah. whatever but I, I really feel that if you'll if you'll just say to spirit i have no problem telling spirit i'm a simple kind of gal and you, i don't want metaphors <laughs> like seriously i'm not gonna i'm not good with metaphors if you can please send me a direct message that's kind of in my face, then that would be helpful. But seriously, I, when I'm pulling angel cards and whatnot, I always say, please send me a message in the, in the language that I will understand. Don't be afraid to say that. Just because you're you're intuitive or there's no reason why you can't spell it out for how you'd like to have it spelled out for you. I know there was a, Holly and I were talking recently about a student that she had. She was teaching how to open up to your intuition. And she said, you know, exactly what I'm saying, assign something, tell spirit that you want to see, you know, a seashell, you want to see a penny, you want to see whatever. So this guy said, I want to see an orange feather. And of course, Holly was like, mm -hmm. okay, an orange feather. Like chances of that here in North America are probably pretty remote, but you know, we'll see if the angels can make it happen. Yeah. So the next uh, time they got together for the spiritual development class, this woman walked in with a, a feather boa on that was orange, right? <laughs> so Holly, of course, is nodding and laughing, going on. Students still not getting it. And Holly's like, how do you not get this? Like, it's right there, you know? Right. Anyway, when he went to put his shoes on to leave the class, there was an orange feather in his shoe. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of stuff that can happen. But you need to, you need to be specific. Yeah. Well, my goodness. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, my um, pleasure. I think this is given some insights and and I'm, I'm really excited that you were able to share some information about your 11 membership group because I think that's doing a big service to the world if, if these people are struggling so much to find community to create that community is a is a great thing for them yeah absolutely it's masternumber11.com or it's annperinumerologist.com either way is happy to answer whatever questions I can great okay well thanks again thank you Thank you so much for giving us your time today. 
We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community.